Well, for Amber Valdez, goes seven innings with nine strikeouts. And Kyle Tucker gets another couple hits, a home run. But it's not enough as the Astros fall to the Tigers 6-3. to three. We're going to talk about this, the good, the bad, and the ugly, on this edition of Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Beer leans back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talkstros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can they find you at? They can find me at HTM Wheelhouse on Instagram and Twitter. They can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. Positive, I'm not going to freak out. Always Stros. All righty. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. It's the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. And if you bet that the Detroit Tigers would take the first two games of the Astros series, you probably have a serious gambling problem and you probably need to seek some serious help. But that's what happened. And it seems like these young kids for the Detroit Tigers have just become Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, uh, Ted Williams, all these guys all at once. And it's kind of if I was a Tigers fan, I would be very excited from what I'm seeing right now. But this is against our Houston Astros, the team that's supposed to be going back to the World Series again this year. I'm not worried about it, but you know I am worried about? Why have you not subscribed to the Locked on Astros podcast on YouTube? Exactly. Just go do it. Just right there. It just says subscribe. Go and hit the big thumbs up button and uh, go and give us like while you're there. And go and listen to us on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the Locked on Astros podcast. So, you know, Eric, this was one of those games where you would like to go, okay, only if we had Altuve, only if we had Michael Brantley. Um, But look, and then you would probably say, well, we had Jolts, we had Myers, we, we had Dubon, we had Maldonado. But from Tucker, Jolts, Myers, Dubon, and Maldonado, you collected seven of your 10 hits. Came from the bottom of the lineup. Jeremy Pena, a big 0 for 5. That was a little bit surprising. How undisciplined at the plate Pena is. I don't know if he's not seeing the ball well. I do remember being at the World Baseball Classic when it was the Dominican Republic versus Israel. And that's when Jeremy Pena actually got his first hits of that entire tournament. And then he really kind of woke up when he went to spring training. It was almost like, okay, he hit a few home runs. I'm like, this is a Jeremy Pena we need. And he was leading off. Well, he's batting 160 right now. And Bregman's batting 167. Now, Bregman was three for five last night. He's one for three tonight. He had a, he almost went around home with a round tripper with a uh, home run that did not go over the fence. And so, look. At the end of the day, the Houston Astros are simply struggling. 
And we can blame the World Baseball Classic. We can blame the pitch clock. We can blame a whole lot of things. We can blame, well, Justin Verlander's not here. Well, Justin Verlander is not even healthy right now in New York. So he wouldn't be helping us anyways. You simply have to go out in these games and you have to scrap across runs. Every club that we play is going to be motivated to beat this team. And the Astros do typically start slow. But let's look at the positives here. What are the positives? Frember Valdez, seven innings, eight hits, three runs, two of them earned, and nine strikeouts, only one walk, okay? So I like what Framber Valdez did on the mound today. He he looked good. He looked solid. And what have the starting pitchers not done up to this point? They haven't gotten out of the fifth inning. So that's really good. They haven't gone deep in games. That's the problem that exactly. the Astros have um, faced. And if you look at the bullpen, bullpen is worn down. And uh, this is something that Dusty Baker has asked. They said in the future, they wish in April we can have a 27-man roster just so you can have an extra arm. But you see what um, from Valdez, he was good tonight, yeah. but he was not great. But he went in there and pitched um, seven innings, and he was not coming out. And Dusty Baker was not going to go out there and take him out. But he did a good enough job to get the job done. Uh, he threw 103 yeah. pitches. So overall – it was a good night, one walk, two earned runs. Well, he's got – gave up three runs. Only two of them were earned, and that's what I was talking about. That they, You know, he went seven innings. He, he didn't fall off in the fifth. But, again, the relief pitching has been less than stellar. Stanek and Martinez came in and did not do great. Stanek gave up the two runs. Martinez gave up the run late. And this is – that this was the staple – of this team was their pitching. Their starters right. give you a quality start. Their relievers come in and close the door and the rest is history. Yesterday's six to seven loss would have been a six to three win last season. The three to six loss tonight probably would have been a three to one or three to two win last season. And it is early and it is the first week of March. So we are not, I mean, the first week of April, while I went back in time, so we are not panicking right now. Look, Kyle Tucker is still hitting the cover off the ball. He is two for three today, hitting 300, gets another RBI, gets another home run. He is looking to get paid this next year. And Eric, I think if Kyle Tucker continues to shine when a team is slumping, continues to hit, continues to deliver in the field with his glove, this should put some urgency and fire under the rear end of the new GM of the Astros, and they need to figure out a way to sign him. Quit telling me that you're going to wait till the offseason to sign him. If he continues to perform in the midst of a team that is like kind of not doing great, that to me is the signs of a character of a guy that I want around my baseball club and representing my city for years to come. And I know there's Gilbert in the way. I know there's Pedro. I, I know all the names, but Kyle Tucker is that guy. And I think each day that he does well, he's cementing the reasons why he should. And the more he gives you, the more he's going to want. So get him while he's as cheap as you can and spend as less money as you can. But keep Kyle Tucker in Houston. Let's start getting that pay the king. That's why I started that hashtag on Twitter. Well, granted, last time this year, the Astros were four and two instead of two and four. 
but uh, it was a little bit different situation as Trev brought up. After 16 games, they were seven and nine, and then uh, they started kind of making comeback eight and nine, nine and nine, and then they kind of took off from there. So yes, it's we don't need to overreact. Uh, right. What we do need to look at what's the obvious. Everybody sees it, whether it's the beat writers, the opposing team. The bottom of the lineup is not very good. And I know a lot of people are like, well, why didn't Dusty Baker pinch it for Malnado? I believe it was in ninth inning um, on, on Monday's game. And right. then he had situation in today's game, but he did not. And But the case, uh, I think Dusty said that there's there's something that they were planning. And so they couldn't pinch hit for him at that time. And so it didn't, the thing that they're planning for didn't work out, but uh, Dubon did get a hit today. Myers did get a hit, two hits today. Uh, Corey Jolks got two hits today. Yeah. So you got a you got production we, from the well, bottom of the lineup, but that's better than you've gotten. But you got seven of the 10 hits from Tucker, Jolks, Myers, and Dubon. That's seven of your 10 hits. So, People can say what they want about Jolts and Myers and Dubond, or, you know, they don't want those guys in there, but they're the guys that hit. Jeremy Pena, your leadoff hitter, was 0 for 5. So it's not the bottom of the lineup that's a problem. It's your leadoff hitter that's not leading off. I mean, Jeremy Pena can't go 0 for 5 with a strikeout and three left on base with the 160 average against the Detroit Tigers. To his if, credit, he did have some hard hit balls that were just okay. right at players. I love hard hit balls, Those but are hard good. hit balls don't win baseball games. Right. Hard hit balls and expected batting averages and in X Woba and all these advanced stats that the baseball. Okay, Jeff Bagwell. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. Those don't win championships. You don't win off of what you were supposed to do because the ball had a high exit velocity. I don't care about that. The ball has got to touch the ground and be in play, and the players have to get on base, and so. The bottom of the lineup performed tonight. They did their job. It was the rest of the lineup and the relief pitching that that didn't do their job. You win as a team, you lose as a team. It's never one single player, but you have to look at everything as a whole, and everything's not clicking. But you know what is clicking is when you go to somewhere like FanDuel. FanDuel is the number one sports book here in America, and when you are going – to FanDuel and you are looking at placing a bet for the NBA playoffs, you've got to go here. Why? Because new customers get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 off. That's bonus bets back if your bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to three-point scores and threes drained. You know, they just wrapped up the NBA season and we're about to go into the playoffs. So now you have a chance to combine your bets for a bigger chance to win a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NBA. So I guess this would be considered, uh, since March Madness is over, uh, this would be considered C Cinderella team coming in and up upsetting the favorites. <laughs> yeah, the, again. yeah, Eric, this would be the 16 seed beating the one seed. Okay, this the Tigers aren't going to win their division. Again, look, if you look at the AL West, it is literally flipped upside down. It is a bizarro world. It's the Angels and the Rangers in first and second. 
The Astros at two and four are in third. That's the state of the AOS. Oakland's one and three. And Seattle is one and four. You're, you're going to take that and you're going to flip it upside down. And Oakland, I think, will fall even further. And you're going to have you're going to have Houston up. You're going to have Seattle up. The Angels and the Rangers are going to battle for third. And look, I I don't believe the Rangers are the real deal. But the Rangers, I think, are going to be more competitive than what I'm willing to give them credit for. I still don't think they make the playoffs, but they're going to scrap. They're playing better baseball, but they are three and two. I mean, the whole league outside of the Rays, well, the Rays, the Indians, and the Twins are all, they all have four or or five wins. The Twins just lost their first game of the season. So there's some hot teams right now. But don't take the temperature right now of this team right now with with where they are in on April 4th. So, but it is frustrating though, Eric. These are games we're supposed to win. These are right. games that are for sure wins. And I keep telling people, oh no, they're gonna win the next two games. No, they're not. <laughs> Someone on here is like, they're gonna get swept. I'm like, no, don't say that. Tomorrow's a noon game. They're giving away the Alvarez, I think the Alvarez World Series ring. So right. that'll be cool for fans. Hey, go go to get a ring and hope for a win, right? And uh, they're also going to have the the pregame ceremony for Miguel Cabrera, who is retiring. So definitely Jose Altuve will be there to celebrate that because that was a big thing. Oh, that's true. And no, I saw that, Steve. I do not think that <laughs> Jolks will be leading off. I think that is something that if there's a shift, it's going to be Tucker. But I, I just don't see them doing it that. Would, I, I think it would be Tucker Pena, or Bregman are the only two, Eric, that I would put leading yeah. off because – because Baker's actually kind of mentioned Bregman in that spot. To me, Tucker is your kind of ideal guy right now because he's so hot. But yeah, but he's yeah. doing good where he's at. And you need if you take if you put Pena and he's struggling at the back of the lineup right now, what are you gonna do? Now you're gonna have what five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine. So it's drop it's, Pena all the way to nine, put Maldonado eight. Pena's gonna be fine. He's making hard contact. He's <sighs> Uh, maybe, if anything, maybe there's something wrong with the hand. Um, remember this that. This is weird. This is weird. Maldonado's hitting 200. Pena's hitting 160. I know it's early. I'm it's not just... worried about it. I'm not worried about any of these batting okay. numbers. The I, only thing I'm worried about is the fact that, I mean, I'm not even worried about it, but the fact that how good that Jordan Alvarez is doing. Before today's game, he was 6 for 17 with uh, batting 353 with two homers and nine RBIs and four games this season. Uh, so that was impressive. Um, he didn't get a home run today, but he he was overall uh, pretty, he did pretty good. I think he got a hit. Yeah, he got a hit and, and he did strike out one time, but his OPS is still 1058. Kyle Tucker's OPS is 1062. Jose Abreu extended his hitting streak to six games. His OPS is 829. And then you got the rest of the story, which is not good. And Bregman is slowly creeping up to 167, almost to that. Well, hey, line. one for three and three for five. I mean, that's a lot better than 0 for 18 or yeah. 0 for 16. So, Bregman's going to figure it out. Bregman said in the first few games, it, his, his timing was off. Right. He wasn't in sync. When Bregman gets in sync, dude, he is an absolute beast at the plate. He's the guy you want there at third base. Hey, I just want to say this. Um, tonight I recorded a podcast with 
um, Uncle Dale. And if, if y'all watch, there's a show on TV called Outdaughtered. And um, Uncle Dale is, he's kind of the fun uncle on the show. This is a, a, a TLC reality show based here in League City, Texas. And him and Vaughn had me on their podcast tonight. And I just want to thank them for uh, having me on. That was really cool. We talked Astros baseball. We talked about Locked on Astros tonight. And he was asking me, hey, so do we worry about the Astros? Is this just kind of the April blues? And I said, yeah, it's, look, there's not a whole lot to be read into this. But you do want your relief pitching to start performing better. I did snap a picture of this because I didn't know if it was anywhere in the notes and I knew, you know, Eric Van Heisman usually has it all together, but the Astros actually lead the league in most runs scored from the seventh inning on with 13. 13, yeah. So there is something there. Like you, you want to know that you had that ability to score runs late. So once the bullpen starts holding, once the, once the starters start like producing fewer runs on the board and then the hitters start hitting consistently, you right. know you have the ability to score late, and that's key come playoff time. Well, if you look at the who pitched on Monday night, everybody pitched in the bullpen except for Seth Martinez and Ryan Stanek. Both those guys got in today's game, and it wasn't good for them. Stanek gave up a – that was a majestic home run. Oof. And then, um, yeah. then you also had Seth Martinez give up some runs as well. Uh, I mean, you gave up another run. No, sorry. Stanek gave up the two run homer. That's what it right. was. And then you had Seth Martinez come up and give up one run, but their ERAs are inflated a little bit right now. And oh, so yeah. I don't know if Dusty Baker sent something maybe in the playoffs last year, since that something was off. That's why he didn't want really want to use them that much, but Stanek seems a little bit off so far, but um, the bullpen's being overused. And so I think once you see the starters go deeper into the games, like today, you only had to use two relievers versus all what six of them. Like versus three, four, five, or six. Yeah. Right. And, and that is, that is not ideal. And so that's why I let off talking about how you can't blame the pitch clock. You can't blame the, the bottom of the lineup. Look, this is baseball and it's going to happen. It's a storm you have to weather. After tomorrow's game, I like what Blummer said at the end of the, you know, at, at the end of the broadcast. He said the Astros would like to get a win so that they could rest, so they could travel, because when they, I believe they're going to uh, Minnesota and one yeah. of the games has already yeah, been Yeah, we'll moved talk about that in a second. Yeah. Because of weather. But you want to end, and my whole point is you want to fly out of town on a good note. You know you can't win the home series. You've lost that. But you would rather leave on a winning note rather than on a losing note, just things are a whole lot better traveling that way. Yeah. Uh, three and four is a lot better than two and five. Much <laughs> I agree. Any GM would say that. I mean, the smartest GM be like, yeah, I'd rather be two and five than three and four because that's it. That's a long plane ride up to Minnesota. And then you're, you're going to have an off day and you know, who's really excited about the off day, the bullpen, the bullpen <laughs> needs a day off. They're like dusty. Man, um, we're good, but we need some time off, man. So uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But this episode is brought to you by Ultimate Pro, Pro Baseball GM. That's right. Pro Baseball GM is the coolest game that I've played in a long time. And I've always thought that I could be a Major League Baseball GM. Well, it turns out it's not all that easy. If you've had the same thought that I have and 
that fantasize about managing your own franchise, well, go download the Pro Baseball GM immediately. Like right now, go do it. The game allows you to manage every strategic aspect of a franchise, playing through seasons and leading your franchise and fans to glory as you build a historic dynasty. In that simulation, basically you're responsible for this, hiring the right coaches and staff, managing finances, scouting and drafting players, manage through difficult personalities and injuries, navigating your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of a season. All this is a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free, playable offline, play on the go as you want and when you want. And like I said, look, you got to know how to spend your money with the Ultimate Baseball GM. You also got to know how to keep these guys happy. You've got to train them. You've got to incentivize them. And you really kind of have to meet their needs or demands for their contracts, but don't overpay for them because if you do and you don't get the results you want as a team, that could doom your fate. So don't do what I did and just throw all the money at the players. Cause me, I just want to pay everybody cause it's not my money, but this is what I want you to know. Locked on Astros listeners will get a hundred percent free boost to their franchise when using the promo locked on in the game store. That's right. So you can make sure to check it out to get to download the game. Just go to probaseballgm.com, scan the code or look it up on the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate baseball GM start your dynasty today. Thoughts by Dusty. All righty. So this is a very long quote. You ready? Okay. No, it's not. Right now, not much is going good for us. Thank <laughs> I you. Knew, see, <laughs> I, I, I've learned. I've learned when you say it's a long quote, I thought it was going to be like two words. That's baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But basically, yeah, nothing's going right for the Houston Astros right now. Uh, if you talk about Alex Bregman rounding first base because he thought that was a home run, he plays the Crawford, the Crawford spot, the Crawford boxes. I always say Crawfish because I used to write for there, but um, the Crawford boxes. Um, but it obviously hit off the little sign underneath it, or the little, the little outs. Yeah, I think it's an advertising sign. Yeah. But- it- it, I mean, dude, I watched it over and over. It to me looked like it hit the yellow, the yellow bar, and no, it, it hit on top of the little thing. It may have bounced up and then hit the yellow, and then so is back. so is the rule. If it hits the yellow line anywhere and stays in, it's a home run, or does it have to hit the yellow line and go out? It has to go out. Okay, see, I think it hits no, the yellow line. No, but it has It has to hit the yellow line first. Right, and right, then, okay. So if it's the yellow line, uh, but uh, in that case, it would have bounced off something and hit the yellow line and then went back and play. So, so I don't think that's it. Yeah, so, hey, I like this comment, Eric. I just want to get this in here. Brendan Bennett said, baseball isn't about winning every game. It's about how you bounce back from losses. It's what we need to do. That's it. That's a great comment. And that's why we're saying, that's why Eric is saying, that's why I'm saying. Yeah, that was the same above thing. the yellow line. So it has to be above. Okay. okay, above the yellow line. So that's why we're saying, look, in right now, it's not a time to panic. I think it is a little concerning. But remember, we warned you on this show, 2023 was not going to be the same as 2022. And for them to replicate what they did in 2022, two years in a row, is highly improbable. Even though they're still, I think, the odds on favorite at the end of the day to win the longevity, who they have, the cast of characters they'll have once they're healthy, you're just going to have to go through some of these things. And they're not going to trade for any massive names out there. 
they might, I think, go out if they continue to struggle. If, if their pitchers don't perform the way they want them to, I can see them getting another arm, another solid arm. But look, right now, you might wonder how long are they going to wait for someone like Dearden to come up? Dearden's hitting 333 right now in um, AAA. Pedro Leon is, I think he's had a multi hit game in every game that he played in. I don't know what he did right. tonight in their six to three loss, but those guys are clearly staring down the barrel of the major league roster. And so you do have guys that if they get hot, they would be on the ready to come up. And who knows, maybe you catch lightning in the bottle with one of these guys debuting this year. Yeah. So I, I know that's always an option, but um, let's talk about what's important for us right now. Okay. We were exposed to have baseball on Thursday, then off day on Friday. Right. But it, because Minnesota – they decide their weather decided to be um, almost uh, freezing on Thursday. They're going to go ahead and uh, move the game to Friday. Instead. Hold on, hold on. Is this is this how Minnesota people talk, or is this I how don't know. Eric it's Minnesota country? In, in okay. <laughs> Eric, so so this is a this is a hybrid country Minnesotan accent. Yeah. I know people from Minnesota; they don't sound like that. Eric, no. No. <laughs> this is your version of it. This is just me being silly right now. But Dusty Baker says that the postponement postponement helps our pitching. Duh, Dusty. You need a break. Your bullpen needs a break. They Dusty's need... like, can we get two days off? <laughs> yeah, don't you know? Uh, yes. Don't you that's know? There you go. That's more. That's more Minnesota. Good job, Eric. But in But in all seriousness, why did they not put a roof on their freaking field? Why? Target can afford it. I'm kidding. Well, no, I'm just saying. Like, gosh, up north. Come on, guys. Look, I get it. It's a classic game. Baseball is an outdoor game. But it freaking snows. The stadium was covered in snow the other day. Put a roof on your field. Come on. <laughs> when the snow comes down, you just got to play the baseball. Okay, now that was Minnesota Adam Sandler. <laughs> yes, I know. I was trying to do that. <laughs> I love it. Alrighty, so on Friday it's going to be Jose Arquiti versus Sunny Gray, um, and it's going to be very gray in the sky because I don't think it'll be snowing. But um, on Saturday it's be Luis Garcia versus Joe Ryan, and That's then right. Sunday it's be Hunter Brown versus Tyler Malay, or how, I don't know how you say his name. I say uh, I say Malay. Mally, that's um, probably it. But so, look, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Eric. Uh, and the game Friday will be 3:10 p.m. Um, and I I don't know if that's going to be central. I guess it's central time because both yeah, central, both yeah, games are central. Minnesota is central. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know? <laughs> don't you know? <laughs> Gonna go out and get some okay. pop. <laughs> MZ MZ is thinks I'm be canceled for making fun of. <laughs> oh, dude, I know people from Minnesota. They are the coolest, most laid back yeah, people in the world. They would totally get a kick out of it. So yeah, so uh, overall, I think that um, we shouldn't panic too much. Um, like last year, at least we're not getting crushed. I, I was looking at the results from last year. Uh, game seven last year, we lost mm -hmm. to the Seattle Mariners. 11 to one Oda Rizzi oh, pitched right. Oda Rizzi pitched that game and it was a disaster. So the Oda Rizzi slander was real. The Oda Rizzi like anxiety was through the roof, but Hey, speaking of pitchers, Eric Lance McCullers jr. Oh yeah. 
I mean, look, we want to talk about positives. He said on his efforts to bounce back from strained right forearm muscle, he's feeling good, back to 90 feet, throwing back-to-back days, high intensity. I think I'm probably ahead of schedule right now where I was a few weeks ago. So if he's ahead of schedule, that's a good thing for the Astros. The Astros aren't going to rush him back, but that's a positive thing. You right. Because, look, I think Lance McCullers could come in here if he was healthy, feeling good, and I think he could throw like a shutout because when he's got his stuff together, right. he is absolutely filthy. We need a, hel- a healthy It's going to take some time for him to get back. And I got a I great, great, great quote from Dusty. Thoughts by Dusty. Um, so Dusty Baker was asked about Alvarez's start after essentially having no spring training. He said, it's probably one of the most awesome things I've ever seen. And asked if he's surprised how fast he started. Um, oh, sorry, this is Alvarez. Sorry. Um, I guess Chandler Rome asked this to Alvarez. He says, how, are you surprised how fast you've started? And Alvarez looked at him and said, are you surprised? <laughs> That's how cocky this guy is. And so you know, that's great. But, you know, Alvarez is just that guy. He strikes the fear in the heart of every opponent. Everybody I talk to that's a fan of any other team that we play, they're like, that's the guy we want on our team. We can't believe you got him for Josh Fields. And Jordan Alvarez being the fastest to 100 home runs in Astros history, being an elite company like he is with Stanton and Judge and Trout and all these guys, it's truly phenomenal. And, you know, we talk a lot about Kyle Tucker getting the MVP this year. And we talk a lot about other guys getting MVP awards in the past. Jordan Alvarez could easily throw himself into the mix to get an MVP first place vote or two or 10. I'm, I'm just saying he's going to have that kind of year. Eric, I really think, I don't know if you've seen the chart, but there was a uh, Twitter post from a friend of mine. He does solo thought sports on YouTube he showed the amount of home runs that were being being like mm-hmm. just hit out of the ballpark. And he's like, hmm, Goldilocks balls for everybody. So he said, the last time we had this kind of outpouring of home runs, um, Bregman hit 30 plus home runs. And I agree with his statement saying Jordan Alvarez could easily get 55 plus or 60 home runs this year. I just think the sky's the limit for this offense once they start firing on all cylinders. But right now, Jordan, Tucker, Abreu are your constant bats. I can't wait to see Brantley and Abreu in the same lineup. Two professional hitters going toe-to-toe with each other against the team. I mean, we're going to see a lot more runs scored once we get the heart of our team back and once Brantley comes back. Yeah, once this team gets healthy, I'm not worried about the offense. It's just right now, we um, I think I saw on Twitter, somebody said skeleton lineup. The Astros have a skeleton lineup, especially without David Hensley. David Hensley is a guy to make contact. I like Jolks. Jolks looks pretty good so far. But uh, Diaz, he's shown some potential, but he still hasn't put it together at the plate yet. So the Astros have a bunch of unknowns right now. Then you have the top of your lineup. And it's very, this reminds me a lot as a former T-ball little league coach. This reminds me of a little league roster where you put all your good players at the front of your roster. And then you have the rest of them at the back. And uh, I'm not saying that Jake Myers and uh, Martin Maldonado are out there picking flowers or anything like that. (laughs) uh, So 
That is like how you're like, look, as a former, not big league coach, as a former T-ball <laughs> league coach, let me tell you, I know what it's like. <laughs> and make sure you go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube and go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Check out the Lockdown Astros podcast, and hopefully we'll get a win tomorrow because the Astros desperately need one.